This is Players Only, a show about high school sports from high school students. Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Players Only presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse. 97.7, 100.1 FM, 1200 AM, 1440 AM. And you can also find this via podcast. Uh, Just go to ESPNSyracuse.com, look for players only, or wherever you get your podcast, look for ESPN Syracuse. uh, Search for ESPN Syracuse and look for players only. You can also listen on the ESPN app. I know, we're on an app. Yeah, we are. (laughs) So, uh, it is the Sunday before Thanksgiving. A lot of good stuff happening. Um, again, uh, all the people up north as well as out west in the Buffalo area. Sorry you got buried. Yeah, I know Orchard, lot of snow. Orchard Park got 78 inches mm-hmm. of snow. Yeah. Oh, nasty. Um, up north, though, the, uh, Watertown got about 57 inches. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so hopefully all the, the kids got a snow day on Friday. Let's yeah. hope. Um, be kind of foolish to go to school with all that snow on the ground. Yeah, too bad they moved that Bills game because that would have been fun. Oh yeah, watch. it would have been fun in the snow. But I, I'm actually I wasn't surprised that they moved the Bills game. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It had to. Um, and, and the best part was Detroit was down in New York, mm-hmm. so Ford Field was open. Yeah, I mean when they call it thunder snow, I think you expected. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. If they if they're calling for thunder snow, yeah, you got to move the game. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um. But not not only did the Bills get moved, but a lot of the state regional games that were being played out west, mostly between Section 5 and Section 6, those got moved to Monday. Yeah. So um, they don't have to play in six feet of snow, thank God. Um, instead, <coughs> they will be playing on a frozen field, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, but we'll get into that as we start here. Um, and, and speaking of which, nice little segue, I might might add. Uh, into the state football playoffs, we only have two Section 3 teams left out of the five. Um, three lost in the regionals, and we'll start with the winners. Uh, and we start with the most obvious one of them all, Class AA. Cicero North Syracuse just dominated courting painted post on their home field. 36 to nothing was the final. Yeah, that was just pure dominance uh, right there. Yeah, and I, in all honesty, we were talking about this last week. It was a no-brainer, really. Mm-hmm. Um, the North Stars have come in with a chip on their shoulder. They beat CBA in the Section 3 uh, title game, and they just went out and took care of business mm-hmm. on Saturday, beating Court and Painting Post. Now they'll go down to Union Endicott, uh, this Saturday, the 26th, they'll face the winner of either Lewis J. Bennett Olmstead, uh, and I can't remember the middle name. Yeah, they've got a long Middle name. Early College yeah. uh, slash East. That's what they are. Um, out of Section 6, and then McQuay Jesuit out of Section 5. Uh, we were talking about this earlier before we started the show, and uh, the question was asked, uh, who has the better chance of moving on and we'll get to general brown and class c here in a minute but uh we said who has the better path and i said it's cicero north syracuse 
Yeah, that makes sense. It, it does make sense because both Bennett and McQuay Jesuit, they're not having good years. Bennett is 7-3. and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, McQuay Jesuit's 9-2. and two. Cicero North Syracuse has had, I mean, they're no slouch themselves. They're 11-1 and one, uh, on the year. But they seem to be, right now, the better team, at least on the western half side of the bracket. On the eastern half, uh, it's... It could be anybody at this point. Yeah. Um, but on the Western part, it, they're clearly the better team here. I mean, and, and whoever they get, I'm not saying they're going to dominate them, but th- they are definitely the clear favorites heading into this one. Yeah, I'd say CNS definitely has the edge over uh, either team that they play. Was you look at what they did against Corning Pinned Post, and Corning Pinned Post is a good team. Sure, it's Section yeah. 4, and... Uh, generally, CNS has had no difficulty getting past Section 4 in the state playoffs, but CNS dominated every single facet of this game. On offense, Jackson Rasmovsky scored three touchdowns, one with his arm, two with his legs, and that's really what separates uh, that offense is the fact that their quarterback is such an elite runner. Mm-hmm. That's really the strength of Rasmovsky. On defense, forcing a shutout, absolute dominance there, uh, not allowing the Hawks to do anything with their offense. And then they won special teams. You always have to win at least two out of the three aspects of this game. Well, they won all three because their special teams had a blocked punt return for a touchdown uh, near um, courting pitted post. Uh, They were kicking from out of their end zone, and that was returned for a touchdown. And then um, CNS also has kicker Tyler Davies, who hasn't missed a kick in a really long time. He's he's knocked down from uh, extra points. And so, honestly, you look at this CNS team, and this is the strongest I think we've seen them in a couple of years, even though they're, they're looking at a year of this is our fifth straight time winning sectionals and advancing to the state uh, semifinals. So, you know, I think they're looking at this to be their year. I'm not sure if they are going to win it all this year, but what I can tell you is this is a stronger team than the one they put out last year. Yeah, I agree. And, 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 and when you bring up that point of five straight years of being in the state semis, Mm-hmm. Not counting 2021, 20 and 21, because we didn't have playoffs that year. Yeah. Um, the, <clears throat> when Cicero North Syracuse has hosted a West region uh, semifinal, or should we say a state semifinal, they've lost. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no surprise to anyone. This year, though, for the first time in, I, I think, 20-some-odd years, yeah. Um, Union Endicott down in Section 4 is hosting the state semis on the western side of the bracket. And I think Cicero North Syracuse will have a little bit of less pressure in trying to win in front of their home crowd than they have the last couple times that they've played in the state semis at, at their own school. Union Endicott's a great, great school. I've seen pictures of their stadium. It looks awesome. They just had renovated seats. Um, they've done a lot of good renovations on there. Should be a great atmosphere down there. Um, that being said, um, I, I, you know, that's the reason why I think the North Stars will make it to the final this year mm-hmm. is because they won't have that pressure. I mean, I'm sure they're, I'm sure their fans will travel down to Union Endicott, yeah. uh, for this semi, but in terms of, you know, not playing on your home field. Mm-hmm. And not having that extra pressure of oh god we got to win this in front of our home crowd or they're they're not gonna like us anymore. A- at this point, you just got to go out and play football. Yeah. If you're the North Stars, you just got to go out and play football. But as you said, this is a stronger team. Mm-hmm. Their their quarterback is really really good, Rasmovsky. Yeah. 
Um, he has improved. I think he's improved a ton from this year, year from last year. Mm-hmm. I think last year they just caught a bad break. Yeah. Really, because they didn't have Rasmovsky when they played against exactly. Bennett Olmstead in that state semifinal game. Right now, uh, okay. So if it's Bennett Olmstead in the it, it versus CNS, I think Rasmovsky will have a little bit of an extra chip on his shoulder. Yeah, because he, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't play. Yeah. Um. So I I think I, you know again, no. Uh, the North Stars have a greater chance of getting to the final. Will they win it all? No one knows for sure, mm-hmm. because uh, on the other side, it's going to be CBA Albany out of Section Two versus Section Nine's Newburgh Free Academy. Yep. Um, and and both of those teams are really good. Yeah. Um, there's no doubt about that at all. Um, but again, I I think this year it's going to be the North Stars' turn. Yeah, really I mean, is. I could definitely see it. You know, I'm just looking for them to really prove themselves because again, they've made in each of their sectional championship wins of the past four years. Uh, obviously excluding the one time where there were no state playoffs, but they did not even make the uh, sectional champion or the state championship in all of those four seasons. Yeah. So honestly, it seems like the state semifinals are their roadblock. If they can get past this game, that's going to really prove a lot to me with how much this team has improved mentally. But even then, they still have to play a really good team in either Christian Brothers Academy from Albany or uh, Newburgh Free Academy. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't it be funny if it was CBA Albany versus yeah. CNS in the final? Two CBAs and you one have to face. Run. Wait, we have to face another one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, on the Class C, um, where General Brown uh, took on Section Four's Waverly in their uh, regional, and uh, they won that one twenty-nine to fourteen. That's not bad. <clears throat> not bad at all. They'll face either Lackawanna or Attica. Lackawanna's out of Section 6, Attica's out of Section 5. Um, and again, just like just like CNS, General Brown will have a couple days extra rest because the Section 6 versus Section 5 game is being played on Monday. Mm-hmm. So, does General Brown have a chance of making it to the state final? And I'd say, uh, you had said earlier in the show that CNS has a better chance of making it. I'd say General Brown has a better chance of making it just because of, I think that they have... A easier road mm-hmm. because you look at their opponents. Lackawanna, as you mentioned, really good, but Attica a little bit weaker. And once you get to the uh, finals, I still think that they have a easier potential semifinal matchup uh, with all the other teams down there. I'd say the hardest one that they could get is Governor from Section Ten. Mm-hmm. So outside of that, I don't really think that they have too much competition to where the competition is a lot better than them, and they won't have that. So. Um, this team really has established the run game in all of their wins, uh, defeating Waverly or Waverly in their past game, the Tigers. Uh, they won 29-14, and they just dominated the run game, averaging 5.4 yards per carry, and four different players score rushing touchdowns. So General Brown, if they can get their running game going and get that early lead, we saw them go up 14-0 in that past game in the first quarter. So if they can establish an early rushing attack and get that early lead, I don't think there's really a team in Class C that can stop them. Yeah, I don't really think there is one either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of concerned, though, if General Brown's going to rely on their run game, what happens if they trail? That's true. I mean, if if they get behind early, they're going to have to rely on their passing game. Uh, 
a ton. And Aiden McManaman, their quarterback, only threw twice last game and yeah. didn't even complete one pass. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, mean, that, I get where you're coming from there because if they trail, they're pretty. If much it, out of if it. they're if they end up facing Lackawanna in the state semi this Saturday, yeah, I, yeah, I think is Lackawanna tough. is gonna wallop yeah, the floor. Eleven, unfortunately. Nine, so, yeah. Uh, if it's Attica, I think they got a a, a better shot, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I, I think General Brown's got a harder path. Yeah, it, I really think they. I do. could see that. Yeah, yeah, it, they got a harder path, and uh, I, I mean, I'm not saying that it can't be done. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, if you're gonna run into a hot, uh, a hot defense that likes to stop the run, which I think Lackawanna is, mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think General Brown's got a shot. But I've been proven wrong before, yeah, <laughs> so. I, I mean, back in back last year, I said CBA wasn't gonna make it to the state. Uh, you know, wasn't gonna even have a shot at the state tournament. And guess what? They ended up winning the section three championship and then winning the state championship yeah. uh, later that year. So I, you know, I I could be surprised. I, yeah. I really could. So General Brown, I I issue the I issue this challenge to you. Just win. Yeah. Just win. Uh, they can do it. Yeah, you could do it. It's it's a challenge. I mean, prove me wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'll be more than happy uh, to admit that I was wrong if you yeah. make it if you make it to the state final. Um, but again, I'll be I'll be keeping a close eye on these, um, mostly because I'll be once again calling some of the state finals in the dome. Yep. Uh, late December. Oh, uh, not late December. Early December. Um. So I'll be keep, I'll be keeping a close eye on that, but yeah, General Brown, please prove me wrong, please. Yeah, let's get. A I'd rather I would general. rather be wrong than right. Yeah, I'd I'd rather be wrong. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have Troy Washington, uh, the head coach of Phoenix Boys Basketball. He will join us on the show uh, and talk about the upcoming season. So don't go away. More players only when we come back here on ESPN Radio Syracuse ninety seven point seven and one hundred point one. This is Players Only, a show about high school sports from high school students. Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. Welcome back to Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse 97.7 and 100.1. And we're now joined by Troy Washington, the head coach of the girls basketball team. Like I said, I'd rather be wrong than right. Uh, welcome to the show, Coach Washington. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on. All right. So let, let's get right to it. Uh, basketball season is essentially right around the corner. I mean, it can't come any closer than this. Um, you're looking at uh, this year's, uh, I was looking at last year's roster. Uh, you only lost one senior from last year's team, uh, Madison Grover. How are you going to replace that this year? I mean, and she was one of the top scorers of your team. Yeah, yeah. Maddie was really, really good with us. Uh, she was strong with us. You know, uh, definitely cleared the paint, got some rebounds for us, and definitely did some inside score. And um, you know, our, our our key players returning this year: uh, Sarah Roosh, 
uh, Elena Deshno, uh, Courtney Carter, Ava Kropotinsky, uh, as well. Um, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna fill that role. They're gonna support um, you know communicating. I've been coaching and, and coaching them, and as well as teaching them for years now. So and they know my style. They know our culture. They know the flow. So uh, so I, I, they got some shoes to fill, but I think they're gonna be just fine. And are there any specific players that you're looking for to take a step up this year, either in terms of just leadership or play on the court? Yeah, you know what? Really looking back for uh, Riley Dunslow, she tore her ACL probably like within our fourth game of the season. Uh, one of our point guards, uh, smart kid, uh, great basketball IQ. Hopefully she comes back strong from that ACL tear, so she'll be a huge help. Um, we also got uh, Miley Esposito, Brooklyn uh, Olszewski as well. Um, young, younger kids, sophomores uh, that actually stepped up in our playoff game last year against Mexico and, and helped us out, you know, coming off the bench and uh, with support. So, you know, looking forward to those kids to coming back. Also, they know the system, uh, so it should be easy for them as well. Yeah, looking at the schedule, you do play Mexico twice this year, uh, both uh, in the second half of the year in 2023, January 13th at home, and then at Mexico, February 11th. Um, has there been like a growing rivalry between these two schools? I mean, not saying anything like bad in particular, but I went to Mexico. Um, <laughs> but that was a long time ago. Um so has there been like uh, uh, like a rivalry between the two schools? I mean, they're not that far apart from each other. No, 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 not at all. And uh, and coach, me and Coach Dom actually, we're both uh, CNS alums, so we kind of go back as well. But um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that Mexico Phoenix rivalry goes back years um, years ago. But uh, but the kids are both competitive. Uh, you know, Coach Dominic has his girls ready to play. Uh, great, a little uh, Oswego County rivalry that we always look forward to. We usually have a special theme day, which is a whiteout theme when we play them uh, when they come to our gym. So uh, the kids enjoy it. The communities, both communities, I should say, uh, take part in it. And it's a full day from modified games all the way up to um, all day from uh, right to the varsity games. And so are there any opposing teams, if not Mexico, any opposing teams that you're keeping your eye on this year to be really good competition for your team? Yeah, you know, um, you know, our Class B is. There's going to be no nights off in Class B, especially with the girls' uh, side of things. You know, Hannibal with Sam Emmons, uh, she's tough. You know, she played actually played for me with the BCNY uh, All Star Festival Classic this summer. Uh, Marcellus is going to be strong. Um, Cortland coming from Class A is now Class B. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that, but Cortland's going to be very strong. Uh, Grimes, you can never count uh, Coach Siff out with the girls. Grimes, his uh, style is amazing. He's been doing it for a very long time, so he knows. And then, and then you cannot count out uh, General Brown. Uh, everybody thinks they're a sleeper, but they did win it last year. <laughs> so, <laughs> so those girls are going to be tough. They didn't lose anybody. Uh, they're probably the team to beat in Class B. So, speaking of the BC uh, A and Y uh, BC A and Y tournament uh, that yeah. took place over the summer. Yep. Um, how, how did that feel as a coach, knowing that uh, you, you had to coach these players uh, during the summer as well? <laughs> that was uh, it was a great experience. Uh, me and uh, Ben, uh, Coach Ben Cohan from uh, Henniger, you know, had the opportunity to coach uh, pretty much all the top girls in Section Three. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a major tryout. We had, uh, you know. Um, 
girls like uh, Nevaeh Wingate at Liverpool, uh, Amara Strife at Bishop Ludden, uh, Leah Middleton at um, Auburn, um, and then, you know, other girls, Sam Emmons, uh, you know, Gianna Washington, Liverpool. Uh, you know, we had everybody pretty much, all the top players. It was an experience. We played against the top teams and from Rochester, Buffalo, uh, Mid-Hudson. Um, we actually did very, very well. We lost one time to Rochester, which had about four to five Division One girls on that team. Um, ended up seeing them in the, in the semifinals, beat them, and then played Mid-Hudson in the championship game. And uh, it, they, the girls are just amazing. The talent on that team was just unbelievable how well they came together. So uh, it, it was a great experience, and, you know, I hope next year um, I'm coaching that team as well. Again, next year we'll have more girls try out for it and uh, and looking forward to that as well. And you mentioned there's tryouts. Uh, during tryouts, and this can apply to uh, mm-hmm. just Phoenix as well, what aspects of a player's game are you most looking for in, is it more they have skilled or a good shooter, or is it, the hustle, really the work, I think, that puts one above the other. It's a great. That's a great question. You know, every everybody brings some something to the to the table. Um, even you know the the girls from class D um, all the way to class AA. You know, things as a coach that I look for is is great uh, team communication, uh, great hustle. Uh, you know, skill is definitely in there, but you know uh, the chemistry has to be there and something that quick uh, to put together. And, and you know what, the thing that really helped me out too is a lot of those girls play club basketball um, and they play other sports as well as soccer, softball, uh, lacrosse, and they all know each other. You know, with, with social media today, all these girls know each other. You know, our Phoenix girls know the Mexico girls, and they know the Fulton girls, and they know the Liverpool girls, Ballinsville girls. They're all over the place with social media. So, um, you know, Syracuse and Section 3 in general um, do really well uh, on connecting and, and reaching out, coaches reaching out to each other and communities reaching out to each other. So. So, okay, Thanksgiving is coming up this mm-hmm. week. Um, so, uh, you know, and again, with the, with the girls' basketball season, you know, again, right around the corner, um, essentially it starts uh, for you guys. It'll be December 8th. Yep. Uh, and with Thanksgiving around the corner, what are you most thankful for this year uh, <laughs> in a lot of things? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I'm definitely thankful for my health. Uh, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm glad that I get to wake up every morning and, and get to have great experiences in life and, and talk to guys like you, uh, as well as, <laughs> you know, uh, just, you know, just thankful for my family, uh, you know, thankful for the opportunities that are given to me. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a blessing, you know, to, to do this every day and just, uh, and just be here, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, just one last question about you as just a coach. But what's your style when it comes to coaching to where, and this applies, this can also apply to life as well. Like, what's your style when it comes to teaching more? Are you more of the lead by uh, example? Are you more of the lead in uh, yelling at your players, getting them motivated? Like, which is it when it comes to you? You know, when it comes to me, I'm all about the details, just in, in life in general. Everything, you know, my key my key thing in life is details, you know, just, you know, waking up in the morning and brushing my teeth is a win, right? You know, uh, making the bed in the morning is a win, you know, uh, getting to work safely, calling my kids just to make sure that they got to school is a win. Uh, but everything, you know, is, you know, I try to think positive all the way through. Um, I'm not a screamer. I'm not a yeller. My, my, uh, my kids will tell you that. 
you know, the uh, the parents will tell me that too as well. They're like, you know, you need to scream at the kids a little bit more and, and get on top of them, but that's not my style. Um, you know, it's all about communication, working on it, and just growing in, in general. Well, Troy Washington, thank you so much for joining the show today. I uh, wish we could have you in person, but uh, last I heard, I heard Phoenix got buried. Yeah, as of, they weren't, Phoenix wasn't too bad, but everything above that, uh, you know, from yeah. Fulton to Oswego is, it got hit. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're actually getting hit right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's <laughs> unfortunate still right now. It's still falling. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah so it's hitting. Yeah, welcome to, welcome to mid-November in central New York. <laughs> um, well, again, Troy Washington, thank you so much for joining on the show. I hope we could do this again soon. Uh, if not, good luck with the season this year. Absolutely. Thank you, fellas. Appreciate all the work that you do for our girls' basketball, high school's basketball in general. Appreciate you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right. We'll be right back with more players only. When we come back, uh, we will have uh, Christian Christian Kane of West Jenny Basketball. He'll join us on the show. So don't go away. More players only when we come back. Here on Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse, 97.7 and 100.1. This is Players Only, a show about high school sports from high school students. Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. Welcome back to Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse, 97.7 and 100.1 FM. And now we are joined by Christian Kane out of West Genesee High School Boys Basketball. Welcome to the show, Christian. Hi. How's it How going? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. All right, so let's get right to it. Uh, as we said, as we talked with Coach Washington earlier in our last uh, last segment, basketball season is right around the corner. Uh, and for you at West Genesee, it's got to be pretty exciting, I bet. It's very, Yeah, very exciting. I can't wait. Yeah, what what are you looking forward to most this year? Um, honestly, I'm just looking forward to going um, far again with my teammates. Um, we stress like the importance every day of um, we can't cheat the process. So every single day of practice, every single day matters, and we want to get back to where we were last year with a different outcome. Yen, yeah, what's your outlook on your team this upcoming season? Where have you improved from last year on at a team? Um. I honestly think um, our chemistry and just the camaraderie of the team is way better. Um, we all spend a lot of time playing with each other in the summer, so I feel like um, that camaraderie and team aspect got way better. So you're a senior this year. So I am. Yeah. I, I have an odd feeling that you're probably going to be uh, leading this team uh, a lot on on the court. You're one of only three seniors on this year's team. Um, so how much more... Uh, pressure are you going to feel this year knowing that you're going to have to step up not only as a leader on the court, but perhaps off the court as well? Um, I don't really feel much pressure when it comes to that. Um, honestly, um, I just feel like leadership is just part of like being like one of the grown men on the team. I remember being led one time when I was a sophomore, so I don't honestly feel any pressure. I honestly just want to be, I actually want to be that guy to tell guys like, hey, we need to pick it up and practice or be the guy to help guys when they don't know what's going on. So I, de- I definitely don't really feel much pressure with that. I actually kind of like to embrace that role. And on the court, which part of your game do you think is just the strongest? Would you say it's your scoring? I mean, I know you averaged eight, 18 points per game last year. Um, Me personally, I would say it's my defense. Because 
don't know. I feel like when the other guys see me playing really hard on defense, it motivates them. And then we're, they, we can be a really good defensive team, which sparks our offense. So I think it'd be the defensive category for me. Now, last year, um, I don't know if I'm going to put a better taste in people's mouths here, but last year uh, your team was one game short of the state tournament, losing to Liverpool 53-50. Um, how, how did that feel knowing that you came one game short last year uh, and, and making the state tournament, um, and, but just but just coming up short on the court at OCC? Um, It definitely it hurt because... What a lot of people don't know is the, in the last three and a half minutes of that game, we did not turn the ball over. We just we had, we got shots, and we just didn't make them. And it hurts because when you look back at it, you look at certain things that you could have did differently. And it, actually, it honestly came down to us not getting back on one possession in Liverpool, leaking out for a fast break. And that was our game plan to not let them do that. So, honestly, um, you just pay attention to little small details, and you you wish you could have it back, but, like, you honestly, it's a new season, and, you know, you just correct those and get ready, you know? We, we're living for that rematch. Yeah, yeah. And so you mentioned Liverpool. You're really looking to rematch them. Uh, who are some of the specific players and specific teams that you enjoy competing with that you're looking forward to going up against this year? Um, yeah, I enjoy um, going against um, Andreo asked um, from Liverpool. That's actually my cousin. Mm-hmm. So um, it's honestly just always a battle when we play him. Me and uh, we all go at it. And then uh, Amir Reese from Corcoran. Um, I guard. I usually guard him when we play. So I usually enjoy that little fun matchup. Um, yeah, th- those are the main two that I really, I really, really enjoy. Like, well, on this year's schedule, just looking at this year's schedule, I'm seeing right now. Um, you got a good game coming up against a, a non-Section 3 opponent in Irondequoit, December 27th. And not only that, that game is going to be on the road. So how will it feel going from playing you know, Section 3 opponents uh, to, going out to, uh, to go out to Section 5 and play Irondequoit? Um, um, honestly, I feel like we kind of embrace that as a team. We're not a team that really loves to like go and just blow people out. Like we love good games because it really tests like our character. So we honestly love it, and we hope when we go down there, it's a good game. And one of your teammates is your younger brother, Jordan Kane. Uh, what's it like yeah. playing on the same team as your brother? Uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. He matches my energy. Um, I match his, and sometimes we we just get each other going like. Hey, let's pick it up. And then when he gets a steal, I get hyped like I just got to steal, and it's vice versa. So I love it. We we feed off each other's energy, and it's really fun. All right, so Christian, we're gonna end here, uh, end the segment like we always do. Uh, do a little quick fire questions here. So, uh, okay. Well, first off, with something easy, favorite color? Um, blue. Hey, right. we, we've seen we've heard a lot of blue mm-hmm. so far this year. Um. Uh, favorite pregame meal if you have one? Mm. Actually, I don't really eat before games. I have like this whole routine. Like I just eat like bananas before so to avoid cramps. So I don't really eat before games. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, pregame music you listen to? Um, I listen to a lot of Young Boy before games. Ah, uh, there you go. NBA Young Boy. That's there cool you one. go. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, favorite vacation spot? 
Oh, Florida. I love it. Florida. <laughs> Anywhere in particular in Florida? Um, just the whole, the whole state. I love it down there. Oh, there you go. The whole state. Yeah, much nicer weather there than it is here right now. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> uh, don't remind me of what I went through. Um, <laughs> um, let's see what else we got. Uh, favorite basketball team? Uh, the Lakers. Nice. Favorite player? My favorite, my personal favorite player is Russell Westbrook. Oh, there you I go. Here. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, yeah. great player. There you go. On a losing team. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? Ooh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> well, I don't follow the NBA, so I don't really care. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, favorite sport other than basketball? Um, I love to watch and play football with my friends. Football is really fun. Okay. Favorite, favorite football team? I love the Bears. <laughs> Oh, We're not doing too good. I pay you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like you're rooting for a lot of losing team right now. Oh, yeah. oh, drop the <laughs> mic on that one. <laughs> oh man, uh, the Bears look pretty good these past couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, uh, wait till they face yeah. the Bills later. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, favorite subject in school. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big, I say history guy. I love to learn. Oh, there you go. There you go. I was, I was, I was a history student too when I was at school. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. Well, Thanksgiving is coming up this week. Uh, any yeah. every uh, any favorite Thanksgiving traditions you do? Um, usually my whole family like just comes over to our house, and you know it's always a good time with everybody there. So yeah, good tradition. Yeah, yeah, very good. Okay. I okay, I found this out because some people don't have turkey at Thanksgiving. Some people yeah. get ham. So, are you a turkey person on Thanksgiving or a ham person? Um, I say I'm more of a turkey person. That's usually what we have. Yeah, so, usually turkey. I was gonna say because tur- turkey is a Thanksgiving it's a classic. It is a classic. Yeah. Well, I mean, who would eat ham on Thanksgiving? <laughs> who would? You gotta save ham for like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Ham is a ham is a Christmas meat. Yeah, I, mean, I I just find that weird because you know I've been I've been seeing a lot of people at Wegmans getting turkey, so that's why I had to ask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last but not least, what are you most uh, thankful for this year? Um, this year I'm most thankful for well, first and foremost, probably always my parents for how much they sacrificed for me to get to where I'm at today, mm-hmm. and then I'm thankful for like just honestly everybody around me. Cause I like I get a lot of support in my um so I'm just thankful for everybody who like wants to see me succeed and everybody in my corner for real. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, Christian Kane, thank you so much for joining the show today, and uh, good luck the rest of the season. Hopefully, we could talk again soon. All right, thank you for having me. All right, no problem. See you, Christian. All right, see ya. We'll be right back to wrap up this episode of Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse. 97.7 and 100.1. This is Players Only, a show about high school sports from high school students. Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. Welcome back to Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Circus 97.7, 100.1. And uh, yeah, we got a little bit of time left. And let's start off this last segment with a shout out to Jamesville DeWitt Boys Volleyball 
becoming the first ever Section 3 Boys Volleyball State Champion yeah, out of Division 2. Yeah. Great job. A great year. They beat Section 5 Spencerport in the final uh, three games to none. Uh, so, again, big shout-out. Big shout-out to the Red Rams uh, boys volleyball team for winning the first ever state championship uh, for Section 3. Yeah, I believe they went undefeated on the year against other Division Two teams. Their only two losses were against Syracuse and Cicero North Syracuse, who I believe were both Division One. So yeah. JD pretty much sweeping the floor with uh, Division Two this year. Yeah, it, that's that's just a great a great way to end the season right there is with a state title. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, the first of many that uh, uh, we'll see. Uh, and and speaking of championships, I'm I'm real curious right now uh, as to any section three champions uh, out of any of the other fall sports this year. Um, looks like none. Oh, I take that back. Mm-hmm. Skinny Atlas out of Class B. Shout out to you for winning the. Boys Soccer State Championship, beating Our Lady of Lords out of Section 9, 1-0. Yeah. Not bad. So that means, as of right now, we've got two Section, got three, two. Or two section 3 State Champions. And right now, the two left, both football, are Cicero North Syracuse and General Brown, as we talked about earlier in the show. So hopefully we get to three or maybe even four uh, when we're looking at it a couple weeks from now. Uh, I'm just looking on the girls' soccer side. Anybody win it? Nah, all the no. teams. But a couple teams come really close. I believe oh. three made the finals, yeah. but all three. Sequoia Valley lost yeah. by three in the Class C title game. Yeah, Sequoia Valley lost, so, Hartford lost, and hey, Cincinnati lost and, all the Yeah, finals. Cincinnati did. So, well, no state champions, but hey, at least you have a couple runners up yeah. as well. So that, that's nothing to slouch good. at. Yeah. That's nothing to slouch at. Um, So let's go on now to Instagram here. Um. We did post out a fan-voted quarterback rankings mm-hmm. out of Section 3. Uh, we'll go from the bottom up like we usually do. We, we've have, we have 10 of them, so it's our it's sort of like our Sports Center Top 10. Yeah. Um, fan vote. So, Sports Center Top 10. Don't get me for this, ESPN. Uh, fan-voted quarterback <laughs> rankings. We start off at number 10. Looks like Pat Logan. Pat Luer from Luer. It looked like Logan. Yep. It's uh, Pat Luer f- from Skinny Atlas. You said uh, Marcellus. Oh, Marcellus. Yeah, he had a really good season there. He made some really good connections with his receivers. Jeez. And then uh, number nine, we had JP Hoke from Casanova. So it's ah, like class B there. Yeah, or class Sh- C for JP. Class, yeah. yeah. Uh, Vinny Ferenz goes number eight mm-hmm. on the year. Yeah, led West Genesee to a sectional championship for the Class A playoffs. Mm-hmm. He had a great run, uh, run this year. Great and run. Unfortunately, they lost in the last game against yeah. Union Endicott, but, you know, a great season for them. Great season. And uh, Riley Alexander next. Yep. He's another guy who had a really good season for Indian River. He didn't put up the same stats as a lot of the other guys. Uh, but, not Maybe yeah. not so much through the air, but definitely on yeah, the ground on the with ground, his feet. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, basically a running back. He's kind of got the Josh Allen comparisons when you talk about him running. He's a big guy who can really just beat you with both his speed and his size. Yeah. The the difference, you know what the difference is between him and Josh Allen? What's that? About $50 million. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but hey, maybe this guy can uh, run a quarterback sneak from the one-yard line. Yeah, there you so, go. Yeah. Oh, 
Ouch. Don't don't yeah. do that. Don't yeah. no. No. Yeah. No. That no. That was that was all Mitch Morse's fault. Mm, I'm sure. Uh yeah. Uh <laughs> number six, it looks like uh Prince Henry is it, hard to Perry. Yeah. Prince Perry. Yeah, that is small. But uh, yeah, Prince Perry from ITC. Uh, mm. he, they had a pretty good season this year. Yeah. Uh, they lost to Central Valley Academy in the Class B semifinals. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they had a really but good. A fan, fav, fan favorite quarterback up to number six. That's mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah, that's true. So now we go into the top five. Number five, Eli Welch from West Hill. He had from West an, Hill. Another fantastic player right there. Yeah. Now, the Warriors had a really good season this year. Shame it, it, it got cut short. Mm-hmm. So, on to number four, Logan Watson. From Lowville. Lowville. Hey, getting the some, North Country getting represented. Yeah, the there you go. Uh, Falcons there um, had a great season. Or the Red Raiders, sorry, Red Raiders. Yeah. Uh, they got a Falcon as their uh, mascot, but Red Raiders as their team nickname. Mm. So, um, yeah, they had a great season. He threw for over 1,000 passing yards, 14 touchdowns. So, yeah, uh, no slouch there. Number three, Kyle Meyer. From um, Whitesboro. Whitesboro. He, both running and passing. He yeah. was elite in both facets of the game. Uh, they lost to West Genesee, uh, whose quarterback is listed a little bit lower here. But Yeah, I know. Yeah. That, that's got to that's gotta like hurt. Yeah. <laughs> if you're West Genesee, that's, that's a little bit of a pride shot right there. But yeah, um, Kyle Meyer, another great uh, quarterback right yeah. there. Number two, Jackson Rasmovsky out of Cicero, North Syracuse, getting ready to Playing the state semi this coming weekend. Yeah, we've talked about him a little bit before on the show. We know mm-hmm. he's a baller. Yeah. Finally, number one, Jordan Ray out of Christian Brothers Academy. Yeah, and it's really too bad that his uh, high school career is going to end on an injury in the uh, sectional semifinals. Yeah. Because, you know, he, I'm sure he wasn't happy with um, the fact that he was he had to go out like that. But, you know, he would have loved to take a shot at oh, yeah. North Syracuse oh, yeah. in the Dome. Yeah, if he if he if he played in that championship game in the dome, I I don't think CNS would have made it. I thought their streak would have. Snapped. Yeah, but Porter Matt from CBI did a pretty good job. Yeah, there. he, he did threw good. nearly three hundred passing yards in his first ever yeah. high school varsity game. So I mean, yeah, he gave him some credit. <laughs> Your first varsity game is a section three title game, mm-hmm. and you throw for almost three hundred yards. Yeah, I mean that's 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 called putting the team on your back right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, so. But yeah, those are the top ten fan voted quarterback rankings uh, this year. Hopefully, we'll do more polls like that. I mean, yeah, hopefully, it looks like um, with hockey and basketball coming up, we'll get some more of those. Maybe best shooter and hockey. Maybe we'll see best goalie. We'll have a bunch of them coming up here. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, a little bit. We got a little bit of time left. Real quick, Thanksgiving's coming up. What are your plans? Uh, my plans are to spend uh, Thanksgiving with my family, including my mom and my dad, as well as my many nieces and nephews. So mm-hmm. we'll see uh, how that goes because, you know, Thanksgiving always a great time of the year. And we'll watch the Giants hopefully beat the Cowboys this year. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> hey, we got the better record than them. We've got this. Yeah, sure. That's what they all say. Mm, yeah. Um, me, it'll be sort of the same thing. Uh, Bills are playing the Lions' first game of Thanksgiving. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. Giants-Cowboys' second game. I still can't remember who's playing in the third game. Yeah, it's a weird matchup. As you know that the Cowboys 
and uh, Lions always play on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. And then it's the Patriots and the Vikings. Oh, yeah, that's right. Game. Oh, that so, should be a fun one. See, that's just a weird one. Because they ne- it seems like those teams never really play on Thanksgiving. So sometimes the Lions or the Vikings play the Lions. Right. So really, that's the only time you see Well, actually, the Patriots have played in Thanksgiving before. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because they've had. Yeah, the infamous butt fumble. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and all the Jets fans are going, no, not that one. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Ryan. Yep. Happy and, uh, Thanksgiving we'll, to you. All right. And we'll we'll do this again next week. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we're not too tired out for the trip to fan. Yeah. Um, but again, to all our guests, to Troy Washington and uh, Christian Kane for my co-host Ryan Story, thank you so much for listening to us. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We'll talk to you again next week here on Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Circus 97.7 and 100.1.